message, my Christmas present. My Christmas present. I'm going to take this and put it somewhere because that will bother me the whole time. That's like that dog looking at me. Come on, man. Man, you know what? I mean, you're right. In a, look somewhere else. I mean, I, he just, I have a dumb dog. I'm telling you. A dumb dog, man. I know you don't like me saying it, but I'm t- that's tough. You come stay with him some. This is me as a boy. It's hard to believe I was that little at one point. I was about the fourth grade. I'm in that, that red and striped shirt there. And I had hair, beautiful hair. I loved my hair. I tell you what, don't brag about your hair. You don't know what you're going to do in life. You might lose it. But anyway, as a boy, that's me. I didn't know what the real meaning of Christmas was. Had no idea what the real meaning. Christmas is Jesus. He was born of a virgin, came to this earth to die on a cross so you and I could have everlasting life. Is that the real story of Christmas? Never heard it. Didn't know it. Never heard that in my life. I didn't go to church. There was a Methodist church that we went to once in a blue moon that I can vaguely remember. But we didn't ever hear anything, didn't hear the gospel for sure. And uh, I don't know why we went. I have no idea. I don't know. It was just, it's in my memory somewhere. As a boy, I never heard of Christmas Eve church services. I know what that was. Like on Christmas Eve, 4 p.m., 6 p.m., we're going to have two awesome concerts in this house. Amen? It'll be packed, I hope, all the way to the top rows. Amen? I didn't have any idea. Well, what do you mean a Christmas Eve service? You know, whether it's lighting candles or... I never knew nothing like that. I had never heard of such a thing. This is me, guys. Here's what Christmas was to me. This is what I remember. I remember that meal right there. That's the meal my daddy worked at, the Klopman Mill. I would go to that Klopman Cotton Mill before Christmas where my daddy was a sweeper. My daddy had a seventh grade education, and he would sweep the, the floors. And he was also an oiler. He would sweep and he'd pull out his oil can and, and he would oil. That's what he did. But at Christmas time, Daddy would take me there and would go in the back of a mill, not the front, in the back where the big old roll-up doors were. And you'd walk up the steps and you'd look. I remember it being big, 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 like coming in these doors over here and Santa Claus would be way over yonder. But it was dark. No light on Santa Claus. And you walk in there and you're in a line of poor people, the mill people, the children. I was one of them. And we'd wait our turn in line. And we'd get up there and see Santa Claus. And he was not a good-looking Santa Claus. I'm just saying. I think they were taken. But anyway, but we would get there and we'd get a small little gift and get a little bag of orange, uh, some nuts maybe. A tangerine. My goodness, I didn't know they made those hardly. Pulled them things right off like that. That's how I grew up. Didn't know anything about Christmas. That was Christmas to me. Y'all hear me or not? Okay? Hope you don't go to sleep on me. I can't really remember celebrating Christmas on Christmas Day. Like, it's Christmas! Didn't know what that was. Did we have gifts? Sure we had gifts. Mama, Mama made sure we had stuff, you know? She was a... A hell-raising woman. She was a drunk. She was a hard-working drunk. Worked during the day, drank when she got home. Got up the next morning, went to work, drank when she got home. Y'all understand? But she made sure we had stuff. 
Christmas gifts. But I don't really remember Christmas being Christmas at all. I just can't remember it. I remember things. I remember a mini bike I got one time. I've told the story before. I begged my mama to get me a mini bike. I can be a pest. I can be a pain in the rear. And boy, I was. And finally she relented and I got this mini bike. And then I begged her to let me have it before Christmas. And by the time Christmas rolled around, it was broke. Yeah, I didn't have nothing. Everybody's opening little stuff. I got nothing. You're sitting over there broke. But that was Christmas to me. When I was 11 years old, my parents divorced. I have five older brothers and sisters. There's six Clarks. My oldest are two sisters, 70 and 69, right in that zone, or they will be. Then a brother, 68. Then Terry that comes here, 65. And then Kenny, 64. And then me, 57. I never saw my mom and dad kiss. Never saw them hug, not once in my life. Not once in my life did I see my parents embrace. So I didn't grow up like some of you, but a lot of you grew up like me, though. Didn't know what Christmas was. Didn't know what love was. Didn't see it. When they divorced, I was the only one left at home. Mama had been catting around on Daddy. Been cheating on Daddy. Daddy probably did that on Mama. That was the way they lived. And I was the only one left when they divorced. And she brought this man into the house. And he started living in the house. Especially on the weekends. And that was mama, not with my daddy anymore. But there's this man down the hall. I became more bitter and more ashamed. That was my life. I was not a, I mean, I, I wouldn't call myself a happy kid. Okay? I was good at what I did, good at sports. I was good at shooting, you know, your car window with a BB gun. That's what we did. I was good at stealing stuff from the little store down at the end of the street. That's what we did. You know? But I became more bitter. I didn't even know what bitterness was. But I was ashamed of where I lived. Had a guy in the first service. He sat right back there where you are, Brian. He called me the other day. He comes to this church. He, was, he made a trip out of his way to go to Rockingham. He was sitting across at the VFW club right across from my house, looking at the crosses on the graves. And he was wondering, am I there? Am I close? He wanted to go by where I was, where I was raised. Nobody would want to go where I lived had not Jesus come into my life. Did you hear me or not say? You would never meet me and go, let's go see where Gary lived. I was what they would have called trash. Poor. Foul. Curse you out. That was us. We didn't know Jesus. Guys, there's people just like Gary all around us. I'm going to say something might tick you off. I'll say it anyway. I can't stand politicians at all who pit the rich against the poor. Did you hear what I just said? Can't stand them. They'll never get a vote of mine ever. Making me to hate the rich. Because that's what I did when I didn't know Jesus. Did you hear me? Yes or no? That's what I did. Their children, the people that had money, I would beat them up. 
you got a little eyes odd, you think you better me, I'll punch you in your face. I was at, I, was at, uh, I know y'all think I'm a bad dude, man. This guy's horrible. We got to get out of here. He's going to key our car before we get out. I was at Pizza Hut last week, about 30 miles from where I grew up. I'm with my wife, Kim, Miss Jenny, my mother-in-law, and Kim's sister, Diane. I'm just having pizza, man. And some kids walked in. Yuppie. Well-to-do. I am 57 years old and wanted to go over there and beat the snot out of them. And I told them that. I said, I, I, this is what I would have, I would have done that. I would have like, I'd have met them outside. Three of them. Wouldn't have bothered me a bit. And Diane, Kim's sister, says, well, you don't feel that way now, do you? I went, well, sort of. <laughs> I'm saved now, and thank God I'm saved, but those parts are still in you. You know what I mean? When you grow up, you don't just, oh, now, I found Jesus, everything. Listen. It's a, it's a work in progress. Amen? But that was me, just sharing a little bit about who I was. and I had no compassion for anyone. None. So it's hilarious now. Me loving on you. Me hugging on you. Me seeing you out. And I'll see you. Hey, how are you? And I'll love on you. People I don't even know. How are you doing? Had a fellow this morning sit right there. He's a local businessman in town. I went to see him for some business. And I, he knows I'm going to... He, he don't know me, but he met me. Just because I'm a Christian don't mean I don't want a good deal. You hear me or not? Just, oh, you sit and do that. Well, how about you not do that? But sure, he met me. He knows how I do. Pay him right on time. Amen? Expect a good job. Well, he told me on my trip, he texted me. And he said, I've been watching you online. And I love this line of his text. I'm not a church-going man. But your messages are getting to me. Amen. So he, was, he said, I'm coming Sunday morning. He was here this morning. Sat right there. Brought his daughter. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Now listen. This is my testimony. And that's why I wanted to give it today. I just, because there's people like me. There's people that need to hear the gospel out of somebody like me. A lot of them need to hear it out of you. My story ain't going to be a story they're going to necessarily relate to. Amen? You be you, I'll be me, and we'll see how many we can reach for the Lord. Amen? So that's why, yeah, praise the Lord. I love it when you want to praise the Lord. Just praise the Lord. Have at it. Have at it. Amen. So, this was me. This young kid. I turned my anger and nervous frustration to a focus on sports. When I was a little boy, I learned to love this team, the Minnesota Vikings. But because the home I grew up in, etc., there were some kids up the street. They liked the Dallas stinking Cowboys. But anyway, that was something I could do. And then I turned it on baseball. I was pretty good at baseball. And I could just hit that ball, and it was okay. You know what I mean? 
And I got real serious about sports. There's a pastor up in Venice. How many know, have you heard of Pastor Brett Jones? How many have ever heard of Pastor Brett Jones? He's a pastor up in Venice. I met him when I was 14 years old. Yeah, because we grew up together in Carolina. I met him on the ball field. He got on first base. I cussed his mother out. I didn't know him. I'm not a believer. But Brett remembered me. That's me without Jesus. No compassion. None of that, guys. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is, I've been saved now. Jesus saved me. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. I love people now. I love people to death. I don't want anything out of them but to love them. Amen. Especially here in, in this town. Amen. Beautiful. Jesus made a change in my life. I didn't know God, though. I never gave it a thought there was a God. I wouldn't have said, I, I never had that conversation as a young person. Is there a God? What do you think, Ralph? Is there a God? We're like, you're an idiot. Shut up. We wouldn't have even talked about it. We can't assume that everybody just grows up going to church. There's a lot of people just like me. More like that now than ever. Bitter, angry. They've been hurt. Who's going to help them? That's where we come in. Amen. They'll have Christmas and it'll be about the gifts and the buying and the this and the hustle and the bustle and the lights. They don't even know who He is. That was me, man. This is exciting time of the year. Amen. Beautiful. I certainly didn't know God had a son. If you'd have told me God, oh, by the way, Gary, God has a son, I would have been like, you are a freaking idiot. I would have not known anything about it. You hear me what I'm saying? And it does sound goofy. God had a son born of a virgin, and that son was God. What? And the father was the Holy Spirit. What? It does sound confusing. But no one told me to let me figure it out. I didn't know Jesus. Y'all hear me or not? And here's the cool thing. When you come to Christ, you don't have to understand it all. We're to have faith as a little what? Child. There's one thing God requires. Not our money, not our good looks, not our this, not our that. He requires one thing out of us. It's one word. Faith. That's it. And that's all I had to do was believe. But I didn't know about him. I didn't know he loved me. I had no idea God loved me. I didn't know anybody loved me. Not that they didn't. I just didn't know it. I look back now and I see it. I see love. I see what they did. I see how they helped me. My brother Terry getting me on the weekends to get me out of that horrible situation. Mama shacked up with that fellow. He'd put me in his car and take me about 20 miles up the road and I'd spend a weekend with him. That's called love. But I didn't know it. I couldn't see it. I didn't know I was loved. I didn't know God loved me. I had no peace in my life. None. Zip. Zero. If you had asked me what peace was, I didn't know what it was. I'd be, hey, cool. I have no idea what peace is. What is peace? God brought me peace, my Christmas present. It was at Christmas time, around Christmas. It was actually this time of the year, right now, 
the man mama had been shacking up with, she married. And now he's gone on his own, now leaving her, catting around with somebody else. And she's depressed, and it's November right now, around Thanksgiving time, a little bit after Thanksgiving, and she's sitting there drunk, and Billy Graham comes on the TV. I'm out partying with some of my sports buddies. I come in, and she says, we're going to church in the morning. I cussed her out, which was my thing, at least at that time. Horrible. Talk to your mother like that. But I did. I went with her to the church the next morning. We didn't have a car. I hated it. Hated going. Pathetic. All the way. There's people just like me out there that feel the same way. You hear me? But three weeks later, my mother put her faith in Christ at that little country church. And I put my faith in Christ. What's that mean? Somebody simply told me they were pretty nice people. I wanted to beat them up. I thought they were horrible at first. You know, I can't stand you people. I felt like they were going to judge me. They didn't. They loved me. They were kind to me. K-I-N-D. The preacher had a pretty daughter. That helped. Just being honest. But I put my faith in Christ. I knew nothing. I knew nothing. You can be saved today. Well, I haven't gone to church. Good. Then maybe your head ain't all screwed up on it then. You can be saved today just like me. Ralph Reeder took me to the side over here and he said, he just took a Bible. He said, we've all sinned. And I agreed with that. How many know you've sinned? Can I see some hands? We just know we've done wrong. Good. We got that one over with. And then he showed me in the Bible that God loved me so much that He gave His Son for me. And since it came out of the Bible, I, I believed it. I believed it. We're big on teaching you the Bible here. Don't believe me. Believe the Bible. Believe God's Word. How about this one? Say it with me. For God so loved the world... That He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I say it here often. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your what? That God did what? Raised Jesus from the dead. You shall be what? See, that came out of the Bible. And so he said, if you pray and ask the Lord to come into your life, he says in his word that he'll do that. And so I did it with him. Did I have great faith? I had faith about the size of a mustard seed. But Jesus said, if you have got that size faith, you can move mountains. And my whole life, who would have thunk that simple prayer? And 40 years later, look at me now. Wow. That's salvation, brother. Yeah, praise the Lord for your own salvation. Come on. Amen. So it was December 1877 that I received Christ. So 
my Christmas present. Best Christmas I ever had. And now, I'm one of those jokers that can tell you all about Christmas. I know what it's about now. I've learned so much. But I didn't have peace. I'd like to finish with a few things this morning. I didn't have peace. What is peace? Webster says it's a state of tranquility. I didn't have that. Security, I didn't have that. Harmony of personal relationships, I certainly didn't have that. Untroubled by conflict. I caused conflict. So I didn't have anything like that before Christ. Nothing, nothing. The word in the Hebrew is this. Say it with me. Shalom. One more time. Shalom. What does that mean? The biblical meaning, not just Webster, but biblically, it means completeness. I certainly was missing something. I was a kid that grew up missing God. Where was He? He wasn't in my family. He wasn't in my life. I didn't know any. I was not complete. I'm not a dog. God made me after His own image. He loves me, the Bible says. I'm fearfully and wonderfully. You don't think I don't like dogs. I love dogs. I just want a good one. Okay? But anyway. But we are made in the image of God. Jesus came to save people. And I didn't have Him. I was not complete. Alone means complete. Soundness. I was not sound. My body, I mean, I, I, you know, I was better shaped than I am now, that's for sure. But, you know, I just wasn't complete. There was a churning in my stomach. It was just not right. Something wasn't right. My mind, it means tranquility in your mind. My mind was screwed up. I didn't know God. I didn't know there was a God. I'm angry at this. I'm wanting to do this. I didn't have contentment in my spirit. I didn't even know I had a spirit. I have a spirit. And I was not content. I was not at peace. I couldn't lay my head down at night and pray to God. You're my father. I didn't know him. Y'all hear me or not? Am I boring you? I am boring you? Oh, okay. She said yes. I'm like, well, thank you. No, you're fine, sweetie. That's the best comments. They make the funniest messages. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So that's what, what it means. It means harmony in relationships. Look at that. Complete, sound, tranquil, content, harmony. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Are you complete? Is that void filled in your life because God's in your life? You know Jesus. Are you sound? Regardless of what happens, do you know that one day you're going to go to heaven? Tranquil in your mind. Regardless of situations that come, can you face them because I'm not alone. I have Christ in my life. Are you content in your spirit? Yes or no? I mean, I have a friend that sits closer than a brother. Do you know this? Are you, do you have harmony in relationships? Maybe not everybody likes you, but can you understand everybody doesn't have to like you? It's okay. You don't have to be a pain in the rear. Let them do it. How about that? And you can be a good person. You understand? Peace. God gives you this. I had none of that until I got saved and I got it. Jesus Christ came to bring peace to my life. Say that with me. Jesus Christ came to bring peace to my life. That's why He came. And hopefully as I'm talking, many of you are saying, that was me. Some of you are probably saying online or today or on radio, that is me. I don't have any peace in my life. Read this scripture with me out loud. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called 
Wonderful. Counselor. The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. Really loud. The Prince of Peace. That's who Jesus is. He's all that. I didn't know Him. He's been so wonderful to me. God has blessed my life. I was listening to Mitchell sing the song. I'm just going to say it. And Joel and Chris, though you slay me. And I was sitting down here thinking of some of the trials I've had in my life. And it felt like I was being slayed. And yet I heard in that song, yet still I will praise you. I will sing a song to you. And because of Jesus, that has been the story of my life. No, no bragging on my part. Bragging on Him. That's what Jesus can do in your life. Your mother can be murdered. Your wife of 28 years can leave you. But God never will. And that's huge. Guys, that's huge. That's why Job said, Naked I came and naked I'll leave. Blessed. Finish it if you know it. Be the name of the Lord. The Lord, say this if you know it from Job. The Lord giveth and the Lord blessed be the name of the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I got at Christmas. Do you have something more than church? When the stuff hits the fan, excuse me. Are you still going to live and serve and praise Him? That's what you get when you get Jesus. Amen? Say, that's what I got. I could talk all day about this. He came to bring peace to my life. Micah 5, 2 says, Bethlehem, Ephratah, little old town of Bethlehem, though you be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall he come forth unto he that's, uh, unto me that is to be the ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. Jesus came. That's why he came. And this man shall be called the what? The peace. That's why Jesus came. He came to give us peace. It's good news, guys. Christmas is good news. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of Him that brings good tidings, that publishes what? Peace, that brings good tidings of good, that publishes salvation, that says unto Zion, Thy God reigns. I didn't know as a boy what I longed for was that peace. And I'm horrible, cussing my mama out going to church. And the Lord was gracious enough to save me anyway. Amen? And gave me peace. Do you have that today? I know I'm, ha I'm hammering this pretty hard. Hey, it is what it is. Gospel means good news, guys. We're to go in the world and preach the gospel. Jesus Christ came to bring what to my life? He came to do that in your life. Jesus Christ became an offering for my sins to bring me peace. I only have a couple of more minutes. Say that incredible scripture with us. But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our was upon, and with His, we're healed. Now, I'm going to say something probably upset some of you again. I don't believe that stripes were healed is your, is your cold or your flu. Like some people teach. Listen, He died on a cross. He rose from the dead. He shed His blood so that you could be saved from a devil's hell. 
You have forever been healed. Death has no hold on you anymore. Is that peace or what? Yes or no? To know that it doesn't matter what you... I think my mother's last words as she looked down that barrel of that gun, I believe it with my heart that she looked at him and said, You can't threaten me with heaven. Do you have that kind of peace? I know Jesus. He's my Savior. He's my Lord. It's not about you being perfect. You never are, never will be till He gets you one day. Amen. You'll be like Him. But guys, do you know Him today? He wants to give you this peace. He shall see the travail of his soul. He shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Jesus took my sin on him. Say that one with me. But God commends his love toward us. Help me. And that while we were yet what? Christ did what? So we could have peace. You understand? You see how church isn't going to get you to heaven? See how putting money in an offering plate ain't going to get you to heaven? Only he can do it. Y'all understand that, yes or no? Mike can make you look good going to church. It's not going to get you to heaven. Got it? It's important. Not going to get you to heaven. Only Jesus can give you this peace. Newsflash. I got to quit with this, Raj. We got a lot more message, but buddy, I'm wore out. Jesus Christ came not to bring world peace, but came to bring peace to my world. Say that with me. I'm going to be famous one day. I, this is one of my quotes. Come on. Jesus Christ came not to bring world peace, but came to bring peace to my world. And my world was 109 River Road, Rockingham, North Carolina. And he came right where I was. Okay? This world's made up of crazy people. Jesus didn't come to bring world peace. The only way we're ever going to get world peace is when he comes again. Until that time, it's going to be a mess. You just better get out of here saved. I'm telling you that. My Christmas present. It's one of the last times I saw my mama. Was here in Inglewood. Was at our former church. She always smiled. Big old smile. I had no peace, but that all changed on December the 18th, 1977. How about you? How about you? Are you saved today? Are you a Christian? Guys, I opened myself up. I told you about me. How about today you open yourself up a little bit and tell the truth? I'm not talking about all of us. But let's go ahead and stand up. Can we go ahead and stand up? Let's just stand up. We're not going to have no music. We're good. We're going to have communion in just a moment. Just please hang in here with me. Stay steady. Let's pray together. Lord, I pray that you'll help everyone in this room today to be people of truth. You say you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And then Jesus said, you said you are truth. You're the way, the truth, and the life. You tell us no man can come to the Father but by you. So, Lord, I pray today that we'll be people of truth right now in this room. Father, I pray you'll help all of us. Help us all to examine ourselves and see if we're in the faith today. Lord, I pray not one will leave lost today. You came to give everybody peace. And so, Lord, I pray today you'll help us. Help us right now. Are we saved? If we die, do we know we'd go to heaven? Lord, I pray you'll help us in our heart and our mind right now to think that through. 
Are we putting our trust in our works or church attendance? Are we putting them in you, Lord? In Jesus. Lord, I pray you'll help people to think about it right now. Help them, Lord. By your Spirit. Holy Spirit, help them. Like you helped me. In Jesus' name. Amen. With heads bowed one last moment. I'd like to do you just like Ralph Reeder did me. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you'll confess with your mouth Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. Now here's the problem. Are you going to be truthful or not? Are you going to keep trusting in church, trusting in this, trusting in that, but still not having peace? Or could we give you a Christmas present today? He's the one that's giving it. I'm just wanting to be the delivery man. Deliver this message to you today. God loves you. He knows everything about you. He's seen every bad thing you've ever done, every good thing. He loves you anyway. Would you be truthful now and and, and confess Him with your mouth and believe in your heart, down in your gut, that Jesus is God's only Son? If If you're ready to do that, why would you not? Let me lead you in a prayer right where you stand. Would you pray with me, Lord Jesus? I'm confessing with my mouth. I know I'm a sinner. I know I can't save myself. I admit that. I ask for forgiveness, Lord. And with this mouth of mine, and in my heart, I want you to know, Jesus, I believe in you. I don't understand it all. I'm like a little child. But I'm taking you at your word, God's word. Not Gary's word, God's word. And I believe in you, Jesus. I believe you came. You were born of a virgin. I don't understand all that. I believe you lived and you died on a cross for me. You took my sins on you. And you rose from the dead for me. Lord, I believe that by faith. I do have questions, Lord. But best I know how. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. And I put my faith in you, God. and you, Jesus. Save me today, I pray. This first day of December. 2019. This is my Christmas present. Thank you, Lord. With heads bowed, how many would say, Pastor Gary, I said that prayer just simply. I just said it simply, Pastor. Can I see your hand? I did that. I'm not ashamed, Pastor, to tell you that. God bless you guys. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for a time I could share my testimony. My testimony is your story, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the grace all my life, no matter what's come my way. I'm weak, but you're strong. I'm a mess, but you're amazing. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Help us as we have communion now, Lord. We do this because we honor you and we love you. This isn't about us, Lord. We do this in remembrance of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Can we thank the Lord for His Word this morning? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's go have communion.
I'm sweating like a...